podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Paul. Today I'm joined by Anthony, Jamie, and Jay. All right, lads. Yeah, <laughs> little disclaimer first. I apologize for last week's audio. It was my fault. Just uh, didn't flick the switch on me new mic because I'm a stupid bastard. So yeah, apologies for that. Uh, how was everyone's Christmas, Jamie? Have a nice Christmas. Yeah, it was good, mate. Yeah, relaxed. Christmas Day was sound. Christmas Eve was sound. Boxing Day till about eight o'clock was sound. Yeah. Anthony, you? Yeah, same here. Boxing Day just ruined it all for me. Look, he's wanting to talk about Everton straight away. I'm not even talking about Everton, I'm talking about Christmas here, you know. Jake, how was yours, mate? Yeah, my style, mate. Nice and, uh, nice and quiet. And as I said, I think my Boxing Day was ruined a bit earlier than everyone else's. Yeah. Because of the time difference, so. But used to it by now, aren't we? Yeah, you had like the whole day to sit on that, didn't you? I was in work. It finished, the match finished at, what, uh, quarter past 12 for me, so. I was just ruined for the next 10 hours till I went to bed. That does make me feel a little bit better about my day, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> that someone else is more miserable than me. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just get into it then. Everton 1, Wolves 2. Absolute shit show. Jamie, I'll come to you first again. Just give us your initial thoughts on, on that game, basically. Let's start with that game. And Everton, isn't it? Most fucking think it's the most Everton game you can possibly think of. Supposedly on top all throughout it, and then the hitters in the last what two minutes. Uh, just spineless, me for me personally. Just not in there, is he? There's no, no one take. We haven't got no one that takes the game. I just go for the neck and says, "I'll win it." Stands up and go, "I'll, I'll win this, no problem." They all just did. They see the. Injury time, go up and thought, oh yeah, one all draw. These will be happy. This is sound. And Wolves didn't. Wolves went, now nah, we'll win this, and they did. I think they proved it, didn't it? But the changes they made, they must. They just looked at Everton and thought, these are a soft touch here. Mm-hmm. We, we can win this year. But Anthony, you thought we played all right, didn't you? I spoke to you the other day. You don't think we were as yeah. bad as people are making out, do you? No, I don't. But I think that's a case of Wolves being bad because. Their mistakes Wolves were making, it was like they wanted to lose the game and they still won. So it made us look better. But on a whole, I thought I thought we played all right. Just like Jamie said, we just sparring us up top. Yeah. Jake, give us your thoughts, mate. Where do we go from yeah, here? Yeah, I mean, as I said, I was at work, so I was only I was sort of half watching it. But what I what I saw in the first half, I thought we were okay. I mean, I don't think we were ever really dominant. I don't think we were ever really... Wolves were ever really dominant. But at the minute I saw five minutes go by, it was like, well, we've lost this. It's like, there's no way we hold this out for five minutes. It's like, we're missing our best defender. They've got no midfield. And it's not even like we can just lump it up to someone to hold the ball in the corner, because we've got none of them. But I think it just... games Games like that prove... There's not one leader on that team. Everyone's going on and saying we signed Tarkovsky, Tarkovsky, whatever you want to call him, for his leadership. Why is he 
all right, he's passing it around to the back. He's the one who loves the ball up that get that made us get caught on the counter attack because the fans gone on his back. He knows full, fully well that there's no one we can lump that ball up to because it's just going to come straight back. Yeah. I mean, I was at the, the most- ground. I, I went to the game and it was like, it was about to explode there. and Because when he, when he put the, the board up for five minutes, everyone thought, well, we put another five minutes to find a goal here and we just, we went within ourselves. It's like we were playing for the point. And I can sort of understand the fans' frustration, but maybe the play. I, I think honestly believe that the instruction from Frank Lampard was to protect what we've got, which is for me, it's just like it's bizarre. It's just really bizarre. A, a point against Wolves was not good enough for me, but to just um, to lose at the end like that, like you said before we come on, and you said every everyone in the ground knew that or we were going to lose at that point, or was it you, Jake? Said yeah, they knew, they knew we were going to yeah, lose. I, the I, ball was I thought the minute that that board went off for five minutes, I was like, we've lost this. We are. They're gonna find something that we haven't got, and we just we haven't. But you look at the quality of the players minute, they can put on. Minute, yeah, they can put that Sayori on. Alright, he's not the best, but but we wish we had him on our bench to throw him on. Sayori walks minutes. into our team. He does. And yeah. He's shite. Yeah, he's shite. He does. Yeah, he that Nunes. That Nunes is about fifty million. We wanted him. He's sitting on the bench. That Geddes. They they wouldn't even have to train to get in our team. They just get in. So, I thought Frank Lampard's comments after the game were a bit mad. Anthony, what did you make of him? He sort of, he turned on the fans, didn't he? Which, you know, these are the yeah, same fans I, that kept, about, kept us up last season as well, by the way. Yeah, and a few fans are actually agreeing with it. Like, because we all got pissed off about us passing around in the last minute. We're playing bottom of the league at home, wanting to win. And they're passing around for the last two minutes of the game, happy with the draw. You're not gonna be happy, and if you are happy, you you go you go in the game for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and for him to turn around and blame the fans, it's just a bit of a shit house move, I think. Just take the blame yourself. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on it. Anyway, I I, I think he's he's lost he's lost a lot of people with them comments as well. Yeah, I personally think, I think he's treading water. Me now, like personally, I think it's the beginning of the end. That's what I think. That's my well. That's the one opinion. thing he had on his side, isn't it, Paul? He had the fans on his side. Yeah. Whether he was shit or boss. Because they've been away for six weeks there, and they just look like complete strangers on the pitch again. There's no. It's, that's, baff- it's basically it's basically a pre-season they've had there, and they've done nothing in that time. It just looks baffling because, like you said, they went away for six weeks, but they came back same tactics, same what? shit. Andy, what tactics? What's the tactics? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Jamie, you, you were saying you before, I'm, before we came on, what are, what are Frank Lampard's tactics? Can you tell me? No. And there's not... That's that's the one thing I, I did, said, said to you before we come on, that we all, when he come in, was like, yikes, he's young, let him build, but this tight and the other. After I went into Arsenal, had a blueprint and went, right, this is what I want to do. It's going to take me a couple of years, but this is how I want to play. Arsenal fans got behind it. Look at them now. Eric Tanag's gone into Man United, that's the blueprint. Klopp, they've all had where they've gone, right, that's it. He hasn't got one. And it, and every time he does have one, something happens, he's got to rip it up again and go, I'll start again. And he's just trying to make jigsaws, and it won't work. It'll just kill. It's not working, because he, he hasn't got... He's not in a position where he can do it, if that makes sense, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're like, because we're so close to the edge... He won't have the time to go like this is what I want to put in place. 
So he's had to just he's just got to go with it, and he, a manager just can't go with it. Not in the Premier League because he'll just get beat. Yeah, well, we saw we saw towards sorry, mate. We saw towards the end of last season, like what he was capable of putting men behind the ball, making the game horrible, running time down when we needed the win. That's just all went out the window because he's just had what three or four players. Andy, we come on a pod, me, you, and Melinda when we beat Crystal Palace 3 0. I think that was our last win, wasn't it? And, I don't know. I was and, that, and we that were thing. like, we we like we turned the corner. If you listen back, I because I'm like, I love listening to my own lovely scouse voice. I listen back to it. We're all made up and that. You know what I mean? It's like, and since then, it's just nothing. It's like we used all our energy up in that one game. But Crystal Palace just that bad. Is that what that was? I think because part of it was. Since, I, yeah. I think part of it was Palace was so bad. But. Also, I think that was the last game Frank Lampard signed, kind of set up with any sort of identity. He set, he had Ghana Gay and Onana sitting a little bit deeper so Iwobi could run and give people space. Also, I think it was probably the last decent game, well, the last game Calvert-Loom probably played in. But the game after he changed it, you, like, with the old adage, if you don't change a winning team, don't change winning tactics, whatever you want to call them. The minute the next game rolls around, he's back to his back five. That every for whatever reason, every Everton manager that's come in in the past twenty years since maybe since Moyes, maybe not that long, has wanted to play five at the back. How many teams play five at the back and it actually works? Do you reckon you None play five at the back when you don't trust your centre arse? That's why you played three centre arse because you don't trust but, two of them. But then he signed. Probably arguably had only two decent signings this year were Tarkowski and Cody for that reason, and then you still play five at the back. Like, I'm, I I mean, I like Patterson, still think he's got a lot to do defensively. He's great going forward. Same with Michalenko, decent going forward, shite defensively. Yeah. Gets found out way too much for me. I think especially Michalenko, when like you yeah. can't cross a ball. I think Michalenko stops a lot of our attacks, and this is not me having a go at Michalenko because. I sit in the paddock and he's on my side and every time he gets the ball, there's a field to run into there, half a field, and he just goes back all the time. Now, whether maybe that's because he's got no one in front of him, I don't know, but it just seems like a lot of our players just just very pedestrian. I don't I don't understand what we're trying to do. It's just, it goes between Mina, Tarkovsky, Patterson, Mikolenko, Garner, Pickford, and it's just them passing it around for a good five minutes before anything actually happens. And you got Onana, for me... It, if myself just go into all the players now. Onana's just running around, he's not doing nothing, he's just making hand gestures to the Gladys Street. Come on, let's get going. We'll get us going then. Yeah. You know, don't I we all watch footy in the World Cup, she's been on and stuff like that. And you, know, you see these teams that are, are, are trying to pass out from the back and the you know the, the build trying to build something and you can see the centre half looking up. But we haven't got a player in front of the midfield, in front of the defense that demands the ball. There's no one that, or not even that demands the ball. Like if we had, say, you know, you look at Man City and stuff like that, the first thing that City centre halves do is where's the Bruyne? Give the ball to him. And if I've got to go through Rodri to go to him, then they make sure that ball goes to Kevin De Bruyne before it goes anywhere else. You know, Jamie Liverpool, Liverpool were in three moves, Salah's in a goal. Exactly. Listen, we spoke about this. We ain't talking about them. They're like, they're on, like Jake said, another galaxy compared to us. But that's how you play football. But I can do it, football. though. I know. 
Brighton do with that McAllister. That's why McAllister's shining with Argentina because you just you get the ball and go right where is he? There he is, and he'll move. And then as soon as he gets the ball, the centre forwards go right. They've gone. That's why James, I like James Madison. Yeah, James Madison. They've all got Madison at Goodison. As soon as everyone goes the ball, it's Goodison. just one. Yeah. Yeah. It gives the ball. Gives the ball. No one's got that. We haven't got a player who goes gives the ball. Andy Gordon doesn't want the ball. Demari Gray doesn't want it. Neil Mopai doesn't want it. None of them want uh, No, Drissi Gay's not that player. We he was the other day, anime, for me. Yeah. I thought that Drissi yeah, Gay was, was the only one who was trying to get things going. He took him off. The problem is, though, Drissi Gay can't really pass. He can't pass. No. It, it, but that's it, that's never been his game, even in his first spell with us. Couldn't pass. Yeah. He was there. He was designed to... His role was designed to break up play, yeah. protect, that back, protect that back four, give the ball to... I can't even remember who was... Thinking James McCarthy got got stuff going more than him, Gareth Barry. But what I, I give well. now, what I give now for Gareth Barry to be shining for everyone. Well, you said to Paul, didn't you? You tweeted it and said Harlan wouldn't score goals in this team, and he wouldn't. No, he, he wouldn't. genuinely wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Because we've got nothing. We, you no, know, I know Lampard come out and was like, "Oh, we created chances, this, that, and the other." But where, Yeah, well, Anthony Gordon's one chance that he's got to score. By the way, but. Other than that, it's criminal that he didn't score that, by the way. Do you know what I mean? Other than that, it's like, I know what does me head in through all this World Cup. I'm working on this, I'm working on that, I'm doing this. Well, that's what on FIFA. Well, I'll tell you what, Everton needs to stop doing. He needs to stop putting them training videos out of them, putting balls in the top corner all the time because they don't fucking miss. It's it all right when they're playing against them yellow mannequin things. You're playing against all right actual, when they're playing against actual, Everton's defense, yeah, actual human beings, the shite. And it's just had enough now, and it's you know I don't, I don't think we need to be nice, and we don't and people are saying no, we don't want to be negative. Fuck them, they deserve everything they get now. They're absolutely shite. And talking about absolutely shite, I'm not asking my gloves are off here. What what were we fucking hypnotised when we signed that Neil Morpay? Because he is garbage. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he's absolutely garbage. I watched him there the other day. He got, went clean through on goal. His legs turned to jelly. He hasn't got a clue how. Who signed off on that on that to sign him? Because that is one of the worst signings we've ever made. Who man he asks is better than him? He is actually I better saw, I than saw him. that. I sorry to interrupt you there, Paul. I saw that Malpay run through. That was one of the, the few bits I actually caught him working the second half. He had three touches of the ball. One was to, to bring the ball down. Second was to knock it in front of him. Third was to tackle a fucking goalie. Like any centre half where the where the salt beats the goalie to that. Like is he running with cement in his boots? Like he should have been breaking his neck to get to that ball before both of those defenders and the goalie fucking knock it around the goalie. But a free goal to shoot at. He, but he no one ever he's still fucking missing. He offers he offers us nothing. Him absolutely, and it's not his fault that he got signed. By the way, I'm not saying that. No. It's, you know, I'm bashing him and that, but it's not his fault that he came in. We must have had a list of about twenty strikers we could have signed, and I guarantee he was about number nineteen. So why are we going? Why don't you look in at Tom Cannon and go, or Ellis Sims or someone like that and go, he can do a better job than him? Because surely he can. I just don't get it. Anthony, speak to me about Neil Morpé. I think you have said everything what, what I'm thinking. But I also don't think we can pin our hopes on uh, this Tom Cannon because he's, he's unproven, isn't he? Yeah. I think the only thing he's got in his favour, Evertonians give kids chance, don't he? To give them a chance, whether they're good and bad or bad in one game. Yeah, for a year, for a year anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Okay, five games. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they do. They'll give him a chance because he's only young. But yeah. Well, listen, I've just gone on a rant there, but, but, but I honestly think that Frank Lampard's undoing as Everton manager for me personally is Neil Mopai and Dwight McNeil. For me, them two signings are diabolical, absolutely diabolical. Twenty million for that Dwight McNeil. I'm sorry, there must have been better. Why? Than why are we? Why are we constantly going after relegated players? He got relegated for a reason, and we paid twenty million pounds for a fucking uh, supposed winger who played in a Burnley team that didn't score goals when we were crying out for goals. We you know what? Onan has not proven anything really either. That was his son as well. Onan, no. for me, has been shite. For me, he has not played yeah, but I think they had to take the chance on Deli I think it was a deal that they couldn't turn down at the time. I, I, I can't Beach. understand that one. And Onana, listen, he's only 21. He, he could be good, but... First year in the Prem with Onana, isn't it? So I know, and, and got got people, people are going to be screaming Dwight McNeil's the same age. No, I'm sorry, I've seen enough Dwight McNeil at Burnley to know that he was never, ever good enough to sign for me, No, what though, for Paul, for me, with that Onana, I know he's come under a lot, but as a midfielder, and he's not. I don't think we signed him as a goal scorer in midfield. He's got nothing in front of him. Do you know what I mean? We don't know whether this kid will have if he gets a good striker in front of him or a good winger to to, to match up with. He does turn him to be a good player, but he hasn't. So he's constantly chasing the chasing the ball around, trying to get the ball off people. He's got nothing to give the ball to. Or go, yeah, I'll, like he'll make a run. I'll make sure I'll get him. Kevin De Bruyne and his team would look shit. Because he's got nothing. He'd get the ball and go, oh, fuck, and have to go back again. He just, he's just, he'd probably still score more. Yeah. No, but what that's what I mean. That his game is whipping the ball in or threading the ball through. We've got no one that runs, makes them channel runs where you're like, oh, lad, you should have put him through or anything like that. There's nothing there. There's just in the forward line, so they just know. Three midfielders or whoever it is can't do nothing more. Because they haven't got a forward line to give the ball to. Well, that, let's talk about the forward line then, because that forward line for me gets you relegated. Yeah, hundred percent gets you relegated. There's nothing there. I seen a stat the other day saying Jordan Pickford has more assists than Anthony Gordon, Damari Gray, and Matt Dwight McNeil put together, or the same, the same amount. That's the goalkeeper from one long, long ball against Nottingham Forest. You know, it's embarrassing now. It is. Where do? We, we don't even know if we can sign anyone. There's Liverpool signing at Gakpo. Just got it done. Chelsea are just signing everyone. And we we might be signing a striker from Coventry. Yeah, well done. That would open, well open actually turns out well. Yeah. Like it's a big jump to go, what, a Coventry League One? Or the Championship? Championship. Tenth in the Championship. We've done it before and we, like, we've, we've had gems come up, up from the Championship before. Obviously, Jagiel, Tim Gale, people like that. We're, we're pinning our hopes on what isn't this kid also 21? Yeah, Georg, is it Georges? Is it Georges? Mm. Yeah, Georges. We're pinning our hopes on him, but again, he could he could be the next original Ronaldo. He's not going to score goals, and no one can put the fucking ball into him. I know. If we sign I, a striker, we need we need to find, for sign someone who can actually cross the fucking ball. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. Like, if you, you there's got to be a start somewhere, it's like. Dangerous crosses, whatever you want to call them. Everton must put up a, a maybe a put two in all season that will probably miss it if I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, From Pickford. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it, 
it is. It's one of them pods that people are probably want to listen to because it's, it's quite passionate and we're all just fed up. But it is what it is. This team are just absolutely slowly killing the fan base. They are, I mean, we've got a brand new stadium on the go there and I'm not even asked. I, I couldn't give a shit about the new stadium. I don't care. Burn it down. We can throw it in the mercy. I'm not bothered. I'd rather play in our back garden as long as we've got a good team. We forgot the fundamentals of football. You've got to have a good football team to go into that stadium and we are just a million miles away from it. And yeah, that's me going on a rant. Well. I'm not even asking a question here. That's just me ranting. No, so. no, but do you, do you know what we're saying there? Like I, I think I said that as well on the on the group. We just sign players who aren't asked. Like, yeah, but Jamie, can there. I just interrupt you there though? People are saying oh, it's the same players and we're trying to players who aren't asked. A lot of them players are his players. No, I don't mean him. I don't mean that is in general. I mean as in like we're not it doesn't look like we do any sort of homework on footballers. Like I, I think James Milner said that I know we talk about them, but that's where we want to be, let's be honest. We know we 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 hate them as much as we possibly can, but that's where we want to get to. But he said on an um, on an interview that Liverpool don't sign knobheads. No, David Moyes I think we do. Exactly, but now I think we've come away from that, and we do. We we get that lad from Coventry, and we've had like the Jags, the Kales, Baines, Lescott, you know, all these types of players. But it's because when you come in, they they were they were men. They had to work. They were they were in order playing for Everton Football Club. It was everything to them. These aren't. When we sign a player now, and they're just like this is sound. This comfy here now for me. This is comfy now. Yeah. Never gonna. I was never gonna win a trophy at me last team. I'm not really gonna win one here. That's on. I'm not really that asked. There's no one coming in going. I, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to win trophies. That's the thing. Was that, it's like, sorry, go on. But no, what were you say? That's that we said. How many times have we said it before? Is we just we don't sign men. We haven't. I can't remember the last time we signed someone. who was willing to be stood up and count. All right, we all know it was a Jarlison, but. We haven't got Richarlison this year. There's no one there who's going to willing to be like, what was it Richarlison put on that Instagram post is I'll keep us up or whatever it was he put well, that he one was, time. He, he said you fucking delivered the, on his promise. Yeah. Played for the bad delivered on his you remember the name on the back. That's what he said, yeah. didn't he? Like, that's all, that's all we have. We just asked for a bit of fucking desire. Like Everton used to be seen as maybe as, all right, rightly or wrongly, as a, as a, a stepping stone club. You you sign forever, and you for three or four years, you'd you'd be the best player there for three or four years, and you go on and you sign for the Uniteds, the Chelseas, the Arsenal's. Now people come to us because we're willing to pay, we're willing to give them stupid fucking wages, while half them just sit on their ass and don't give a shit. Yeah, like we need to stop trying to sign all these Barcelona rejects, all these fucking. Real Madrid rejects, Arsenal, Man United rejects. Like, look at Brighton. Where did they sign that McAllister from? Do we not send our scouts there? Why the fuck did we did we not go after this McAllister? Yeah, we look like we just do want all the scouts world on the at the moment. Fucking Lewis Diaz and now this Gakpo. We just do all the work for them. They sign them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> for a fact, though, that Lewis Diaz would have turned into a fucking car horse for us. Yeah. Because there's no pressure on him. There's pressure on him at Liverpool. He's got to win things. If he's not good, he's out the door. If he comes to, if he comes to Everton, no pressure on him. Yeah, I, I just think I know I know we try and be positive, but there's nothing to be positive no, about. Not, not. I really yeah. do think I, I I think this is it for me. I really do. There's just nothing. There's nothing for me to say. Oh yeah, you know what? 
there's something there that we're going to stay up like we did have last season. There's nothing there now. Unless he, unless they go out in January and just break that FFP, just go all out and sign all kinds. You said before, Annie, how, how can Chelsea bid 115 million for that player, whoever they're bidding for, when last year they weren't allowed to make any money? Like, what? You're allowed to spend 10 grand, 10 grand a game for like tea and coffee and water and stuff. Play the stadiums, but now they're allowed to bid, bid 115 million for a player and it doesn't break FFP, but we've got to ask to fucking spend. Apparently, we're out of that now. Apparently, we don't have to uh, answer to the Premier League anymore. I just think it's a case now of he's just not willing to spend any more money now. I think that's where we're at. He's, put all, his, he's put all his money into the stadium and he's, he'll cut that blue ribbon and open that stadium and then he'll just swerve us, in my opinion. That'll be, well, that'll I was be thinking about if, if this naming rights deal goes through, he might sell us then. If yeah, they're going to finish yeah. funding the stadium with that 150 million, whatever it is, he's gone. He's out of it. And you know what? Don't let the fucking door hit you in the arse on the way out. Because hopefully, the whoever, comes them, in yeah. next, we, it, whoever comes in next has got to be ruthless. Where the, all right, I know there's been bad American owners, but look at, look at that. Unfortunately, we're going back to the, that shower across the, the park again. FSG's been phenomenal for them. Yeah, yeah. Like they came in, they were ruthless. They got rid of all of the fucking deadwood. Of all the cancer in the club, they went on within what four years they'd won the Champions League, the Premier, they'd won everything there is to win. Whereas Bill Kenwright wouldn't sell to a half season owner because he was going to lose his job. No, but that though, gee, when the, that FSG took over Liverpool, they give Jurgen Klopp the reins of the football club. They went right, he's the man. We're going to take a complete fucking step back and let him do what he needs to do. We don't. Yeah. No. Frank Lampard wants to do something, he's got everything writing off Machiri, off writing off Quinn Ken Wright, and off to the that Baron Baxendale, whatever. There's too many people with the fingers in foot in the there's too many people with a voice at everything that yeah. is to do with football. If David Moyes worked because he was the manager, he was the Everton football club manager, that was it. And everything else around him got suddenly got dealt with and he didn't he didn't deal with that. All of a sudden it's just that everything is like not Lampard there's no football decision we just don't think oh that was purely Lampard no, it, you're right mate like whether whether or not I don't but I don't think it's been like that, like that since Mashiri come in Mashiri wanted to be the voice he, he should have but he wants Mishiri's to be playing football manager Mashiri thinks he's yeah. playing football manager in real life that's that, what he thinks he's doing yeah, yeah. He, he should have come in he should have told Ken right all right, there's the like fuck off. You should have been you should have been out of the door twenty five years ago. Get out of it. Uh, we we signed Marcel Brandy at the time was probably the most sought sought after director of football in the world, like because mm. of what he'd done at, at PSV. He wasn't allowed to run the football club. No, we gave we gave him board status to keep him at the club, and he wasn't allowed to run the football club. And when when all the Everton fans were calling for the board to be sacked. He sacked him. He was the least of our problems. Farad Mashiri will never, ever, ever, ever get rid of Bill Kenwright. He will never no. will. He never will. He just, it's not going to happen. And I understand where people are coming from. And you know what I've said before, I backed that 27 campaign now. But he's not going. He's not going to leave. He will not leave. They're leaving a box. Yeah, yep. no, yeah, he will. 
we don't want anything bad to happen to him. Like we have to say, no, that, no, but, no, we don't. But, yeah, it's just no, he, someone grand, someone's granddad, any but yeah, it's fucking we don't. But yeah. sorry, mate. No, I know, but he's, he's never gonna leave, and because Mercedes not really asked now, he's give up now. In my opinion, yeah, this day he wants the stadium done. And he, he, play, he never you know. even goes. He never no. goes to games, does he? No, he doesn't actually, does he? The Man United fan. He's not Man United what, fan. What was he said? Judge me, judge me at the end of the transfer window. There's no what way Frank should... Lampard signed off on Neil Morpé. No, no chance. No way. Well, apparently, didn't Morpé only sign because of the supposed Frank Lampard effect? Like he wanted to play under Frank Lampard, probably, arguably the greatest, the greatest midfielder of. Of our generation, but just because you're a good midfielder doesn't mean you're a good manager. Yeah, well, coming on to Lampard, our goalies individually, Anthony. I'll start with you. <sighs> Make a case for Frank Lampard still being Everton manager at the end of January. Well, the only case I've got is I just don't think it's the right move for us. If we're financially in a bad way, it means paying out more money to get rid of him for the start. And then it's who you bring in. They start all over again. It's, I, me personally, I know, I know he's, it's a results business and all that. I just don't think it's the right move to sack him. Personally, I think I'm one of few. But well, what, what does he have to do then? What do you want? What do you need to see then? Because for me, just, I might as well cut him. I, I just need to. I need to see better football because I'm not seeing anything. I, I don't see any sort of pattern of play. Well, but is that down to the personnel though? What I was going to say is, look at the players we've got. So, what's he do? Does he shut up shop and try and hit people on the counter-attack now? Like he done last season. Go five at the back, try and stop all the goals going in. And maybe catch them on the break. He's, until he's, he gets his own his own he's put, a, he's put everything on Calvert-Loon. Everything yeah. is resting on Calvert-Loon. And he can't stay fit. The, the lad can't stay fit. I've seen loads of... T- there's loads of turmoil on Twitter again today about what he wears. I'm not, who gives a shit? Honestly, I couldn't care less what the lad does in his spare time. doesn't want to be injured, but unfortunately... To be fair, is, though, and... that going round on Twitter, I don't think it was meant the way it came out. No, it's not, no. Everyone's, everyone's it's head a joke, fell on off, it? It's a joke, on it? Someone's yeah, everyone's off. head fell off. But to yeah. be fair, apart from obviously what he wears, he's got a point. The lad's only paid four times in like two years. Yeah, it's becoming... But, you, yeah. you know how much I love him. I love Calvert, Lewin. Yeah, yeah. It's it's becoming a bit of a joke now. We haven't yeah, got is. our main striker. Yeah, but I don't think it's a case of he doesn't want to play. It's a case no, of well, it's, it's uh, body's just let him down, hasn't it? But yeah, Jamie, I'll come back, on to you. Yeah. Jamie, I'll come on to you about Lampard then. I know we were speaking last night, I hope you don't mind me saying you were sort you were against you you wanted them out, didn't you? Let's be honest. I did as well. I was with you. I was right there with you. Yeah. Have, you cha- have you changed your mind now? You've slept on it. And I've sobered up. Um, <laughs> no, it's hard for me, mate. Like if I was to wake up in the morning and he was gone, I'd move on straight away because yeah, I know because we'd go. Well, yeah, it didn't work. Do you yes. know what I mean? It, it didn't work. And but I said to you before we come on, what do you do? Just sack him now, and then we all go. Well, why didn't you give him till January to get a striker in? Or do you give him till after January? He gets a striker in. It doesn't work because he's not a good football manager. And then we sack him, and the new manager's got to pick up the pieces again. Or just sack him, and then the new manager can get a transfer window. It's it's a hard, really hard place to be put in. I'd stick with him. I don't know if he's going to get but just till after January, just to see what he can bring in. And if he can. 
if he can bring in someone and like a Kevin Campbell, remember when he come in and bang goals in and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, if he can bring someone in and this lad hits the ground running, he can actually get a striker in that he wants. Whether he wants a mo play, I don't know. We don't, and he great. We'll be sound then. But I, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I don't know. <laughs> can I just say something before you ask Jay? Before before Frank Lampard, it's never going to happen, but before Frank Lampard goes, they've got to go at the top the board. Yeah, We're in a very vicious circle, yeah, and the ones at the very top of the circle are always going to be there. So every time they appoint a manager and getting it wrong, it should be going back onto them. Instead, we're blaming every manager that comes in. Oh, this manager's crap, this manager's crap. It's them that are appointing that manager. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you that it's them that's the problem, but I just don't. Me personally, I just don't think he's doing himself any favors. I really don't. He's lost twenty he's not games. Poor, but twenty look, games he's look, lost. Look at the players he's got. Yeah, but some of them. Bear in mind, bear in mind, right? He's came in off the back of Rafa Benitez winning one game in fourteen. So the confidence is down there. So once he starts losing a few games at the start, that's still on his record. Yeah. Now there's no excuse. He started fresh, but look, look what he's got up front. He's got Gordon. Who, by the way, is getting a load of stick, but he's he's only twenty. He should be yeah. on the fringes. He, he should, should be, be coming yeah. off, coming on. We're giving him stick. Mope, he's not good enough for Evan. And then no. McNeil and Gray, they just they're not what are they? Yeah, what are they? <laughs> yeah, sorry, just as well. Go on, mate. Sorry, just, I think is just the Lampard. I think these the same players that'll just down tools again. But they're just players though this time. No, I don't mean like the yeah, the meaners and the 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 Holgates and the Keens and stuff like that. That's that that, that mentality still within the football club of them players. That mediocrity is still within that football. Yeah, no, but what my my club. argument is is that you've got Pickford who doesn't look like he's the type of person to down to us. But come on no. to him later. You have got Tarkovsky and Cody, which can all agree have been all right signs. But Michalenko is. He's really a Lampard player. I think he had about two games under Benitez. Patterson, the same. You've got Garner, Onana, McNeil. You've got Gordon, who's his, his star boy, who he calls him. And Neil Morpé. There is. There actually is players. So we're saying that these players are down on tools, but they're the players that are actually his. So I, I understand blaming the players, and I'm with you all the way, but... I think it's just a collective thing, me. Honestly, I'll have my say on Lampard in a minute, but Jake's been waiting a while. I'm sorry, mate. Uh, sorry, mate. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, what's, your, what's your opinion on Frank Lampard? Go, on, go for it. See, I've, I've said it before, and obviously, we all want Lampard to work. He's he's the nicest guy in the world, but being a nice guy is not going to keep us in the league, is it? No. Like, Everton, the, the board need to come out and say, Frank Lampard's got our full backing. Here's what he's got. Or like the dreaded vote of confidence, whatever you want to call it. He's got our full backing in January. We just we need someone to come out and tell us what the direction of the football club is. Not necessarily, but and Lampard should just be allowed to manage. He's a young manager, and unfortunately, he's still learn, he's still learning the, the management part of the game. We haven't we haven't got the ability right now to we haven't got the, the time to let a manager learn on the job. But he also he just Lampard doesn't help himself. Like he seems unwilling to change. He's played the same, what is it, four, three, three for most of most of the games he's had at Everton. How many times has it worked? 
try something different. Drop one of the drop one of your holding midfielders. Maybe drop uh, put a Wobi through the middle. Put a Wobi as a, as a ten behind Morpe or something. Give Morpe something to work from. Give him scraps to work from. Seems to be what he did best at Brighton. Work from scraps. Ultimately, you, his decisions will cost him. Whether, and I think if he doesn't work for Everton, I think that's Kenton's with his manager, managerial career. Yeah, three failures in it. Yeah. I personally, just talking about just something sprung in my mind, I'd rather play Anthony Gordon up front than Neil Morpe. I know I'll bash Neil Morpe to bits in this, like, but honestly, that is just a bizarre sign for me. But my thoughts on, on Lampard is I do want him to stay and I think he deserves the window, but I think he's, I don't think it's going to work. I just yeah. don't think it's going to work. I think he's it's coming to an end with him. Like, I think he's just completely out of his death. I hope I'm wrong. And I've never wanted an Everton manager to succeed as much as him. And I can hear Melinda crying from here. But I just I just don't think it's going to work. Like, but uh, Just a question to you. Do you think... Is, do you think the credit run out from last season? You know, the, you know, the, you know, the standing on top of the... In the family enclosure and doing all that. And the fact that he saved us and... We all go, oh, we get us and stuff like that. Do you, when do you think that just stops? When do you think that other, runs out? The other day. Yeah. So now we've got to go, well, you're not a very good football manager, mate, now. We, 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 we're not, we're not like... Jamie, sorry oh, to interrupt. Frank. What about this man, co- this coaching team that he's brought in? Where are they? Like, what are they doing? Exactly. What's this Paul Didn't he go Clemens all out to, to get doing? that Paul Clemens? Where's he, like, he? The lad from Chelsea? He, yeah. Didn't, didn't he like go all out to try and sign him because of how good of a coach he was? Hmm? What the fuck's he coaching? Is uh, you know what it, it reeks of? It reeks of like we're going back to the board. They're having their fingers in the pie during training as well. They're telling them how they've got to train. Sounds daft, I know, but it's probably not the case. But that's the way the club have got us at the moment, though. We're all conspiracy. T- it, it, it is the way it is. That Do you be shocked though? If it came out that that was the re- that was actually what was going on, would you be surprised? No. Well, there's another one for you. Do you think Perfect. Jordan Pickford? Do I think they were? I think this Pickford story's come up because they're going to sell him. I do. Yeah. So, so you can get a couple of strikers in or one striker. I think this has come up now. And from what, from everything you're reading, Jordan Pickford wants to stay at Everton, but I think they know that they could go down now. So they think we need a striker. And me personally, no one's going to like it. I, I've changed my mind on Pickford. I like him now. But well, I'd put it with Beg if it's your half season if it meant just getting two strikers in. I don't know how you feel about that. Paul, I'll be honest with you. I've got no love with any single one of these Everton players. I know oh, Pickford true. saved us. Get him gone. Sell him. He saved us. Nice one for that. Yeah. He's still not He's still not up there. He, he's part of this these bunch. Yeah. It's just here. Uh, where do we go it's from sad, here then? I know. It is, I know. It's just like because I think, me personally, I think he'd be losing against Brighton, which is a big possibility, by the way. Yep. They're a good side, them. They're, they're what, them and Brentford, I look at them, I'm jealous. You know what I mean? That's, they play some, yeah. some really nice stuff. I think he's gone if we, be, if we get beat against Brighton. We just write yeah. man, the Man City game off. We might as well not even do any predictions or any build-up for that one. Who gives you the shit? The thing is, you know, it'd be so. the most Everton thing ever is somehow Everton sneak a 1-0 win against City. Yeah. Goes in a fucking, like, Pickford's oh, ass or something. Yeah, we do we do a a blank preview podcast before <laughs> <laughs> just waiting. I just yeah. don't know where I don't know how you get out of it. I don't I, I, I think the only the only way out of it is 
Sound is going to sound brutal, but it's to change the to change the manager. Not uh, to a manager to a manager that will. Like our auntie just said, there you don't don't feel bad. We shouldn't feel bad. There's no loyalty towards any of them. Don't know why we feel this loyal. We all like Frank Lampard. We all recognise he's a nice fella. That's why we don't want to turn on him. But if it's not working, it's not working, is it? No. And I don't it's, think it's, it's that bad. It's that bad. Now I wouldn't hate if Allardyce came back if it meant we stayed in the Premier League. He'd keep us up. If the footy would be shit. It'd be fucking horrible, and we'd all hate going and watching the match. Well, there's a man out there. There's a man out there who's out of work, and he's. I think he's probably the next Everton manager, Sean Dice. I do. Do you know what? I wouldn't. Again, he'd be like Moyes. We'd be. We'd be hard to beat. We wouldn't score many goals, but we'd be hard to beat. You can imagine Sean Dice at our time. I can't imagine Frank Lampard going back to him being a nice fella. I can't imagine them squaring up to players in the dressing room if they're playing bad. But I can imagine Sean Dice too. And I think this is what this squad needs, but we've been saying that for years, haven't we? And they still haven't got any better. How many times have we said, oh, these players, they're the, t- the kind of players you need, like, the arm around the shoulder, telling them, you know, that's what they're getting. Oh, you know what, you're a good footballer, it's, it's going to click, just give it time. We haven't got that time anymore. We need someone to come in and go, you're fucking shit, pick it up, or you're dropped, you're gone. Yeah. Do you know, going on, on the point, point before... before... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Said the same thing then. <laughs> no, go ahead, Jay. Keep going. Yeah. So just going back to your point before about uh, you'd rather play Gordon up front. Gordon's our top scorer with three goals. Yeah. And I think he got all three of them playing as a striker, uh, playing as number 10. Yeah. Go back to it. Go He's back to it. <laughs> Jamie's head, Jamie's head just fucking exploded with that. But that's how bad we've scored 12 goals. 12. In what, 16 games now? 14 games? Erlen Allen's got 20 by himself in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking just ridiculous. That, it's, just, it's just like, why is it always Go us down. though? Why is it always us? I mean, yeah. this is going to be a long, hard season. I mean, Frank Lampard come out after Palace and he, he, he was bragging money saying you'd say we'd be in a relegation fight and the football gods have gone again. Fuck you, Everton. You yeah. are in a relegation fight now. It's just like, we don't get away with nothing, do we? Just don't well, I was saying, to, I was saying to my dad on Saturday, we just can't catch a break. No, sorry, no. the other day, we can't catch a break. Go, it's you never know what you said before. Players that get injured, is it? It's always like, it's always our it's main place. The main one. Uh, what you said before about Lampard getting the City game, and then after it, you'll probably get the Brighton game. I think we made that mistake with Benitez last season. We kept him too long, and Lampard had to panic by in the January. So I think if they're gonna get rid of him, get him gone now. Let's I'm told, I am I am, I am completely proper bipolar Evertonian because fifty percent of me saying that he needs to go, it's not gonna work, and the other fifty percent saying believe he deserves to bring more of his own players in to show us what he can do. But I just look at that team and I think a lot of people forget that a lot of them players are Lampard players. I think as well, though. You know what? You'll see. You know the city game no. Let's be honest, 100%. Since you don't have to get out of first gear. But, you know the Brighton and Southampton games? That, them players aren't daft. Do you know what I mean? They'll know that he's under massive pressure. So it'll be interesting to see how much they actually want to play for him. Yeah. If you know your manager's about to be sacked, if you know the fellow who brought you into the football club's about to be sacked, you'd run around like an headless chicken. You'd do everything in your power to, be, to try and win the game, to keep him in a job. And uh, so we'll we'll know in the, in the next three games whether they actually are asked. 
about whether it was the Everton manager or not, or they're just there to play footy. They don't care who's in the dugout telling them what to do. Yeah. Because well, both those games are winnable. Brighton are a good team. Yeah. But it's winnable. You should be beating them at home. Everton should be beating yeah. Brighton at home. Should yeah. be. And South, Southampton uh, aren't great. Like, Southampton are bottom. He's got to he's got to do something to change it. But as you as you said, like we'll see if they really want to play for Lampard or they're just there for the 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 paychecks. Because yeah. again, we're all right. We're all right. In the City game off. You said they don't even have to get out of first gear. I, I don't even think City even have to get out of bed to beat us. To be honest, <laughs> but no. <like>, Haaland <laughs> will probably break every record under the sun. He'll break Dixie Dean's yeah. record in one game. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if Harlan bagged five against us, you know. No, if I was the referee, I'd just go before the game. Yeah, there's one match ball, and I'll we'll play with another <laughs> one. <laughs> Bad, isn't it? It's just a uh, yeah, it's been one of them pods. I think it, but we all needed to get it out. It's like a Everton intervention in it. We just need to uh, vent our frustration, but yeah, we'll be back with um, after an hour city preview if we can be asked if we win. Can never <laughs> yeah, you never know. But uh, listen, we're all going to Man United next week as well. We're all just we're just a daft fan base, aren't we? We're just absolutely mental. It's just anyway. And if we do go down, we'll still be a daft fan base. Fucking going yeah. to Plymouth the fucking Tuesday night. Selling oh, out. Yeah, be a boss one now. Nah. <laughs> for that one. I was saying before, where I'm coming home next year after after me wedding, bringing the in laws. All you want to do is go to forty. I can't wait to take them to fucking Everton v Millwall. <laughs> Don't yeah. take them to the city of Liverpool or <laughs> Lower Brecht or something. Take, take them to Marine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, lads, nice one for joining us. And uh, has anyone got anything you want to say before we go? No. Everton is shit. From, we fucking Everton. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but we've got to keep the faith up. But, you know, people will mistake all negativity for just giving up. We're not giving up, but I wish this team you know, thought we the same. We only hate them because we love them. Yeah. And we only love them because we hate we... them. I don't think we are giving up, as you say no. there, Paul. Like, I know with the fan base has took a lot of stuff over the last couple of days with the booing and all stuff like that. That's because we're just frustrated. But if we've seen something that is worth getting behind, effort-wise, and you're like, like, oh, you know what, we were just unlucky there, or we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll be all right next week, we'll beat them. Yeah, well, I've, seen a, I've seen a few people on Twitter going, it's because the fans are in the stadium that... Uh... We keep losing games. I just remind everyone that when the when during the pandemic we had Everton had the worst home record ever with no fans in the game. So uh, you should get in the bin with that one. Like, so if that's the case, then everyone just don't go the next game. Just yeah, leave the stadium empty. Yeah, let's <laughs> start it. See what happens. Twenty-eight campaign starts here. Right, lads. Nice one for joining us and up the toffees. Up the Neil Malpey toffees. Neil Malpey. Sports Social Podcast Network.